Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Good evening, good evening. This is your host, T.A.Z. I see you, Latanya, and also uh, in the house is our resident, my resident co-host, D. Lovely. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. Okay, I said I kind of like that. They were cheering. <laughs> they were cheering for me, and I like that. Uh, this, it's still the same ones now on this new machine. Uh, Latanya oh, no. is in. It sounds Latanya's different. in the it's... chat room. She's gone, D. Lovely. Gone. I was saying it sounds different for some reason. Maybe it's been a while since I heard it. Yeah, it's been a while, and we had the music up under it, all that. <laughs> all that was going on. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, how have you been since we took a hiatus? <laughs> we didn't take a hiatus. We were forced into hiatus, but <laughs> it's okay. All is well. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I the reason why we haven't done these shows is because I had to edit my book, which is 520 pages. And after I got through editing it, and the people supposedly had done it right, there were 1,970 errors on it, and it took five weeks to do all that. So. Needless to say, I was calling them mother. Uh, my bad. <laughs> oh, we we also got on the line. E is in the house. <laughs> oh my! I can't wait to hear her. How she feels about those hand claps of praise. Listen. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I missed you guys. We missed you. Missed you. Um, I want to ask what everybody had going on during their, during the time that I was editing this book. I know Eve been through some, uh, some uh, disturbing uh, events. In her life, if yeah. she wants to explain it, you can go on and explain it because it ties in with this gun violence, uh, mob mentality, uh, drive-by shootingism, 
Go on, D. I mean, go on, E. If you uh, want to talk about it, you can. Um. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to give you the unofficial version of events. April 23rd, three of our students um, was involved in a car accident um, as they were fleeing from a trailer. Um, one story is that a rival gang shot in the trailer. And another story is that they shot in the trailer. Um, as they were fleeing, um, they were in fleeing from someone they thought was following them. Um, come to find out, it was the police of the neighboring county, but no lights and sirens were on. Speeds in excess of 105 miles an hour. And the students subsequently took a turn too quick and drove over an embankment, killed the two front passengers on impact, and the third one um, was on life support for three days until mom decided to um, or donate his organs. So since May, the, since the last weekend in um, April, I've been going to funerals. You know, this is the fifth student that we have lost this school year and the third senior out of this senior class that has died this school year. So it's been pretty heavy. Um, the nonprofit that I work with has been with the families, helping with, you know, getting resources for the funeral and helping with the repast and, you know, standing in the gap there, um, all while trying to be with my students as they try to grieve, you know, and me grieving myself because they were all three mine at one time or another. So it's been very heavy. Um, and then I have um, I was notified of a family who was homeless and living from hotel to motel to, you know, um, to, to those students of mine that go to night school. Someone called a local news station Friday. They interviewed me. Um, they just tried to get donations for this family. Um, Mom is dying of um in stage kidney failure, she's receiving dialysis. She has lupus. Um, Thirty-five years old, two teenage daughters. So my my month has been really heavy, you know, and hectic. The families of the the slain students um, were involved in some activities, you know, um, and that's why there are two different stories either a, a rival gang was shooting into the, the trailer they ran or they were shooting into a, a trailer of a rival gang member. Um, it was just incredibly sad to lose the senior. He had just turned um, 18 in the beginning of April, and the junior had just turned 17 in April, and the and the sophomore had just turned 16 in April. And it was just incredibly sad. That is very sad. Uh, condolences guns goes out found, to guns the families. Were, guns were found in the car, you know, allegedly, air quote, guns were found in the car. Um, same gun that the student had um, that caused him to be not in public school um, but put on night school because he got caught with a weapon and had community charges. So, you know, it's just for whatever reason, the lose three students or lose five students is in a school year it's, it's incredibly rough you know 
Uh, D. Lovely, do you have anything wow. to say about it? it, it I'm just so sad. It, nothing about this is is going to have any kind of positive outcome. People are uh-uh. so there's no way to say, well, this happened, and so now this is better. People died, and that's never okay. That's never okay. And their children, children died for no reason. And the, the sad part is that, you know, at all three funerals, all the students, they don't know how to grieve, and then they go back and do the same thing. It's just like, you know, it's like watching a train wreck for real, for real. And, um, you know, the old adage, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, but it doesn't make the death any less painful or sad, you know? Um, again, uh, condolences to the families. Uh, also, uh, thinking of you, E, because I know emotionally you're going through it too, as well. And all the teachers yeah. too, probably. The faculty. Yeah. Moving along with the... Well, I didn't get to tell you what's anything? going on with me. Oh, Do you want to know? Me too. My, my, my bad. My buggy. <laughs> Go on, D-Lovey. Well, you know, I always deal with um, my mom and her, her dementia, so that's that's always an issue. We um, She took a fall, had a fall this, this past week, and it was difficult um, trying to get her to the hospital and getting her treated because, obviously, when you have dementia, you don't recognize pain. There's no way for your brain to tell you where you hurt. So it was a seek and find. Um, they would poke her here and she'd say, ow, and then they'd poke her there again and she wouldn't say anything. So it was a it was a real tough time. And we were concerned about having a concussion, so we had to do round the clock, um, staying awake with her to make sure she was okay waking her up every hour. But uh-huh. they said if she has if she um is delusional or if she has any memory loss and we're looking at him like are seriously like are you serious <laughs> what how are we going to know the difference what what makes this different than what she does every day so that in itself uh, it's it's been it's been quite a chore um she is she's better physically her her pain levels are, are lower i can tell because she's she's not experience she's not showing any any signs of pain where in the beginning she was so that was we've gotten past that but the the good thing um leaving all that behind because we stand in prayer and we hope and god does what he does and and as long as he does what he does we'll keep doing what we do i did do something for myself i bought myself a um polaris slingshot look it up if you don't know what it is so mm, it's gray whoa. with purple. Oh, I know what it is. Yes. And I, I, know, I knew what it was. I knew what it was. What? You is Baldwin. When they, huh? When they say Baldwin, they look it up in the dictionary. Donna's next it's door her, to it. Yes. Yes. So I bought this link. It's gray with my favorite color, purple, as the accent. I joined a group called the Slingshot Sisters, 
and um, they travel around the country uh, doing volunteer work and and supporting communities and supporting children and um, those who have been affected by domestic violence. So I'm excited that I'm part of this group now, and I'm going to be doing whatever it is they're doing, wherever they're doing it. So that's me. Thank you. That's great. That's great. And uh, praying for your mom. Also, uh, D. Lovely said, dear God, you, you, talking to E, and your students' families will be in my prayers. Um, Let me go to what I had, uh, starting with D. Lovely's stinking state. State. Uh, The NAACP cautions black Americans traveling to hostile Florida. Wow. The NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida, cautioning black Americans who may travel to the state that is openly hostile towards African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ plus individuals. D, let's let's start with D. Lovey since is it all we are we are becoming a, a sundown state. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, we have. Um, I can't say I did. They elected a governor who pretended to be one thing, and then when they elected him, he pulled off the mask like they do on Scooby-Doo. They pulled the mask back, and the the killer was right there. Exactly. (laughs) The killer Uh was right there. That's a kid. He is is driving, um, obviously, Disney and him are in a war. And Disney had a project that they were going to start that was going to be worth $2 billion, would have, mm-hmm. would have allowed for 2,000-plus jobs, nothing earning less than $65,000 a year. And Disney has now pulled the plug and said, we will not. As long as he is governor, we will not. Then we turn around, and he has done the um, um, Chapter 40, I think it's, um, what is it, it was, uh, House is it legislation? Something it was something forty-two. It's whatever that where you could where DACA. Um, if you were if you were in the country, you weren't sent away. Well, he has enlisted that anybody who's undocumented documented it working on any constru- construction um, in the field. Any he's he's they've all left. Construction sites are looking like uh, ghost towns. There are people who are having to harvest their own plants and vegetables and and fruits because they're leaving the state faster than you can imagine because he's already told them, we're not going to pay you, and we're going to put you in jail if we find out you're undocumented. Now, that's been the people that have been doing the work for the past 70 years, and you've had no problem with it. But now this man comes in and and says, we don't want to. And so they said, well, that's perfectly fine. We'll leave. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're now sitting on a pile of doo-doo that he has, he has um, fed to us, and people are saying, well, what have we gotten ourselves into? The backside of that was the man who ran against him, Andrew Gillum, 
they filed as many charges as they could against him federally to make sure that he wasn't going to become governor. All the charges have now been dismissed. All the char- It's right after, of course, now all the charges have been dismissed. They've besmirched his name. They've made sure that he probably will never run for another public office, and this is what they've left us with. So all I can tell you is I can't – I don't know how I'm still here, but I can't – there's no place to go. So it is what it is. Uh, e, your opinion on this racism <laughs> that's going on in Florida. I, just, I already said this a long just, time ago. Yeah, I think that, you know, what Dee said earlier, it's incredibly sad, but when she said it, I had said it to somebody else that it's becoming a sundown state. And those that don't understand what we're talking about, um, people of color, of any color, you can't go there um, unless you're taking your life in your own hands, pretty much. So it's it's really, really, really sad. I feel that, you know, as a history teacher, it's almost like history is repeating itself, and that's, that's frightening to me um, because in my mind, I know that, it, people can stop it, but people could have stopped the Holocaust. People could have stopped, you know, all these other atrocities against people of other colors and nationalities, but they didn't. And I just, I just don't know when it's going to be when. When is enough going to be enough where somebody stops them? And I'm not saying that I want something bad to happen to this person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that um, – it needs to be stopped sooner rather than later, or we're going to find ourselves in a similar situation that we were years ago. What I find astounding is that people still like this fool in in your state, D. Lovely. There are people who still voted for this nut when it was time to kick him out. Okay. Well, tr- try to understand they voted for him because they didn't want to vote for the black man. They had that was the only that two part. choices. They they said we didn't want the black man. The next guy who ran against him was a guy who was a Republican who turned. I'm sorry, he was a Democrat who turned Republican who mm-hmm. turned to being a Democrat so that he could win the vote. You can't trust somebody who can't decide where they live. So our choices were limited. And the sad thing is, is the, there were more people who didn't vote at all than the ones mm-hmm. that. He only won by 579 votes. So don't tell me that one him didn't want him. It's just that the ones who didn't want him enough didn't do enough to make it happen. That's it. And I also have a problem with candidates running as in one party and then flip-flop and change uh-huh. once they get in office. I think once you get in office, you stay in that party till it's time for you to run again. Yep. You have already don't. fooled the people that voted for you. Yeah, and I if you don't, right. I think nothing. that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I don't disagree okay, with you, uh, which is why we didn't vote for them. My next, my next thing going on, uh, this racist tip. Fort Pickett, Virginia, Fort Rucker, Alabama, Fort Lee, Virginia, Fort Hood, Texas, has been renamed to 
Fort Barfoot, Fort Novel Song, Fort Greg Adams, and Fort Cavazos, respectively. Fort Bragg, North Carolina, is scheduled to become Fort Liberty on June 2nd, and Fort Pope, Louisiana, will become Fort Johnson on June 13th, starting with E, since we all used to be in the service together, me and you. Starting with E, uh, how do you feel about that, E? I feel that, and this is just my take on things, if you're going to rename an installation um, because of the negative history uh, that that it connotates, then what has to happen is you have to take into consideration what if somebody finds something out about um, Greg Adams? What if somebody finds some all of these other places that are being renamed after people? They could rename these things. You know, Fort Lee could have been the home of transportation or the home of logistics. Or, the, you know, um, I just I just feel bad because you can't undo what's already happened, and changing the name is not going to undo what has already happened. Um, it is just a black eye on our history, and changing the name as a black person doesn't make me feel any better. Um, no. And and I, I, I got feel a, that I got another. Go I on, just feel that you know, no matter what you call it, um, the per the, the proverbial you could put lipstick on a pig is still going to be a pig. You know, those posts are still going to be remembered as Fort Lee, as Fort Pope. You know, so as Fort Pickett. Like I just unless they take it out of the history books. Change the name of installation doesn't do anything for for me. That's just my case. Um, for me, I feel I feel all right about it, but like you said, I'm still gonna be calling it Fort Lee. Yeah, I'm still gonna be calling it Fort Hood because that's what's been ingrained in us. Because we been in what over twenty, been affiliated with over thirty years, forty years of our life. So yeah. it probably yeah. won't wa- it won't wash away from people's memories till a lot of us are dead and gone. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, D. Lovely, how do you feel about the name change from the Confederate, I guess, heroes to uh, regular other Army folk or or I guess it's Army personnel that they named us after, right? E. Well, not so D. Lovely, how do you feel about? I don't even know if it's Army personnel. I don't know where they get the names from or whose names were being considered to name these post after. I'm not sure. I think that one guy, I know for sure, for Fort Hood, he was in the service. He was a general. Uh, Spanish, yes, um, Spanish. Greg, I know Greg was a general, and I think Adams was a lieutenant colonel. I don't know. One was male, one was female. I, I don't know. D. Lovely, how you feel about them renaming the post. I I really would like to know where they got the names from because I'm concerned about Fort Johnson. I don't I don't know how I feel about that at all. I feel like that name has I don't know who the, who is this Johnson. What is it? Who's the Johnson? Is it a black Johnson? <laughs> is it a black Johnson? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I don't know either. 
I have I have been affiliated with the military um since I was 18 years old due to my my brother was um is retired uh, special forces from Fort Bragg which I don't know if that's going to be named would you say they're changing the name is that going to be Fort Wilson yeah, I don't know what who they're picking so whatever it's going to be um so I just feel like you we need to know more about where these names came from who made the decision well, Fort about Bragg. what the name Fort Bragg is going to be called Fort Liberty. I don't okay. think that pertains to nobody in general. Okay. So then maybe that's what they should have done with all the other ones. Instead of picking names, yeah. picks that mean something. You could have named it Fort um, Bald Eagle for all I care or, or Running Bear. But I feel like you've, you've chosen names, and that always has a possibility of going left. You never know what's in somebody's history until – Somebody speaks up. So this is a. I feel like one of these is an Epstein moment waiting to happen. That's all I'm saying. I would feel that they vetted these names. I would hope. Uh, I'm just saying. And uh, you trust that? I mean, I just learned. Mm-hmm. I just learned what the meaning of vetted was yesterday. So I'm. Mm-hmm. I think they would have vetted these names at least. I would hope. You know, vetting is only vetting only works when it's not done by humans. If you tell me a computer vetted them, I, I would probably appreciate it more, but then you have to remember a human programmed the computer. So my question is, when you start vetting things, is it somebody sitting high and looking low and saying, well, that's not a big enough deal, that that doesn't matter, that's okay. So the vetting process, it's check boxes. Make a decision. You can't make a decision that's going to benefit everybody if you've got a group, probably the same people that 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 said Roe v. Wade is a bad thing. So I don't know Come who's on. making these decisions. I don't trust anybody who's betting right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Y'all a tough crowd. <laughs> Just <laughs> be known. Uh, we have come to the end of 30 minutes. I did have about six. Six things to talk about. We haven't talked about the all the shootings around the country, which was going on. It was a heavy month where I didn't do it, where we didn't do a show, and there was a lot of stuff going on within that month. Uh, I mean, I, I know a couple of times I said, "Ooh, I sure wish I could talk about this one," but uh, I couldn't because I had to get done. Uh, thank you, ladies, for calling in. Love you. Missed you, and uh, God willing, we'll do this again next Sunday. Hey, um, T, I sent you the interview so you can forward it to D. Lovely, or you guys can look at it on my page. So, okay, I will. It's Friday, but I just sent it to you. Thanks, sis. Appreciate okay. it. And I will All talk right. to you again yeah. next week. Y'all stay safe. Peace and love. Right. Peace and love.